All right, let's go to work. Welcome to the Sharp 600 brought to you by Covers.com. My name is Joe Fortenball, and this right here is episode 180 of the podcast, your NCAA Final Four preview. Awesome to have you guys with us today. Thank you for your continued support. In just a moment, we are going to jump out to Las Vegas to visit with professional sports better Preston Johnson. He also appears on Daily Wager, ESPN News, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, with your boy. You know, your boy's on there a little bit here and there. We'll be on later today, Friday. Preston's got the big gig, though. He is on each and every day because he is that good. And he's nice enough to spend some of his time today sharing his insights and his predictions for Saturday's Final Four. But before we get to Preston's picks, I got some atoning to do. I was uh, way off taking the Lakers last night. Nice first quarter against the Warriors. Could you at least try to keep it close? It was a 13-point line, and we were dead to rights like five minutes into that game. No matter. Can't dwell on stuff like that. Wins, losses, highs, lows. You got to try to remain as emotionless as possible. So we're going to shake that off. And we're going to turn our attention to three plays. Your final four plays plus an NBA play. Give me the music. Let's start with the association. Okay. Game number one. This is Friday night. The Orlando Magic are hosting the Atlanta Hawks. The total is 225 and a half. I want to go over that total. I think it's a little bit lower than it should be. And that's based on the fact that Orlando ranks sixth in defensive efficiency and 27th in pace. But while Orlando ranks 27th in pace, their scoring average has been way up as of late. As they're navigating their way through the late season playoff push, they're putting up about 116 points per game over their last 16 home games. That's up from 109 points per game at home on the season. And they should have no problem getting theirs against the Hawks team that ranks 26th in defensive efficiency. The Hawks rank first in the NBA in pace. They're averaging 118 points per game over their last 12 games. Give me the over. Orlando, Atlanta, 225 and a half. To the final four we go in Minnesota. Game number one, Virginia, Auburn. Total of 131 playing the under. The Cavaliers are averaging a grand total of just 59.2 possessions per 40 minutes this season. That ranks 353rd out of a possible 353 college basketball program. So it shouldn't come as much of a shock to learn that in 11 Virginia games this season, in which the total closed at 130 points or higher, the under cashed eight times. For good measure, take into account Virginia's eighth-ranked squad in terms of adjusted defensive efficiency. You have a recipe for an under that will likely still see me sweating bullets when both squads hit the double bonus with about eight minutes remaining. But hey, that's life in the underworld. We're going under 131 total points, Virginia-Auburn. And then in the nightcap, I'm going to give you a double dipper. So we're actually going to have four total picks. Michigan State's laying two and a half, total 132 and a half. I'm going to go Sparty and lay the points. I'm going to go under 132 and a half. I was a bit surprised to see the total open north of 130, in large part due to the fact that Texas Tech ranks first in the country in adjusted defensive efficiency at 229th in adjusted tempo. Michigan State, meanwhile, eighth in adjusted defensive efficiency and 201st in adjusted tempo. Meanwhile, we go back to the Red Raiders. They're giving up an average of about 57 points per game through four tournament outings with the undercashing three times. Michigan State permitting an average of 61 points per game through four tournament outings with three unders cashing as well. So we're going to take the under here, 132 and a half. I think defense 
rules the day. And I'm also going to lay the two and a half with Sparty. I like the fact that Izzo has a week to get ready for Chris Beard. Whether or not that matters, I'll ask Preston Johnson, but I'm siding with Michigan State in this game. Professional sports better Preston Johnson in just a minute. But first, a message from my friends at PropSwap. When it comes to finding value, price shopping, as many of you know, is key. Whether you're buying a car or making a sports bet, you always want to make sure you're getting the best number. And at PropSwap, you'll find the best numbers on futures. PropSwap is a marketplace where people buy and sell active sports bets. Last year, thousands of tickets were sold at odds better than any sports book, including one customer, Larry, who bought a Warriors to win the championship ticket at two to one odds. Now, because you're buying the bet from another person, sellers are able to offer you their bet at odds that a sports book would never offer. So start getting the best number by going to PropSwap.com slash covers. That's PropSwap.com slash covers. Don't you worry, son. It will all be over soon. To Las Vegas we go, a professional sports better. He's living the dream in Sin City. You can check him out on ESPN News Daily Wager, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, at Sports Cheetah on Twitter. Preston Johnson making his return to the Sharp 600. Preston, first and foremost, thank you for your time this morning. It is greatly appreciated. How are you enjoying life transitioning from the professional sports better to the on-air celebrity? Are people in town recognizing you? <laughs> you know what? I would be lying if I said that wasn't the case. Uh, there's been like a few times in the past, the last few years, where someone recognizes me maybe from like a VSIN spot I did with Gil Alexander or maybe like a video I was doing in a studio once it was on YouTube. But now every time I go down to the strip, there's usually a couple of people that are like, Oh, Hey, you're the bearded guy from ESPN. <laughs> so if the beard wasn't there, it might not be the case. So now I, I basically am in a spot where I can't shave it off. Beautiful. And that becomes your thing then. Like that's like, there are yeah. the hairstyles, the beard. The, that's the first thing my wife said. The, the second she watched the first episode, <laughs> who's the guy with the beard? I was like, you've never met him. Cause we used to live there. I go, his name's Preston Johnson, but he's fantastic at what he does. She goes, is he going to shave the beard? And I was like, I don't think so. It's a trademark at this point. Like you, you, you're like James exactly. Harden essentially, which I'm sure you've heard quite a bit of. Yep. Absolutely. All right. But uh, yeah, it's been good, man. I appreciate you having me on and I'm, I'm happy to do this show and daily wager has been great so i can't complain at all no doubt all right so i don't want you to give away the secret sauce or anything like that but for some of our listeners who are just getting into sports betting when you're analyzing college hoops could you give us one or two metrics that you might pay particular attention to because as guys like nate silver say there's the signal and there's the noise and there are some things people look at that mean very little some things people look at that mean quite a bit yeah, so something really basic in, in college basketball, since we're going to be talking over that here in a bit, I I mean, I think it's it's really basic. People should probably recognize this by now. I think as a general public, we've gotten smarter, but something as easy as like points per game or like total yards in a football game, stuff like that is very, very much noise, right? Because generally it's based in a football game on how many plays you're running and how many yards you're getting per play. Or in basketball, you know, someone scores 120 points a game uh, versus 102, they might be less efficient than the 102. Like, it's a good comparison would be like, you know, like the Hawks versus the Rockets or something like that, like a slower team. Like the Rockets are really, really efficient, and they're scoring more points per play than the Hawks. But the Hawks or Kings or, you know, they're running super fast, the Pelicans, and so oftentimes their scores are higher. And so you, there, there's a lot of noise there, and I think, in seeing – 
you know, you got to realize what a team's pace is, how many possessions they're playing in a game. And that just going off, oh, this team averages 73. Like Auburn, for example, against Virginia is a great matchup because Virginia is the slowest team in the entire country. And so their defensive numbers, you look and you're like, oh, wow, they only give up 50 a game or whatever it is. And then on the flip side, you have, you know, an Auburn team that's going to be scoring 80 plus a lot of the time. And people are going to be like, oh, well, Auburn's going to score a bunch of points. Well, you know, it's going to be very dependent on how many possessions are in this game. And there's going to be a lot fewer possessions in this matchup than would typically be in an Auburn game. All right, I'm glad you led me right into that one because that's where I wanted to begin. Virginia ranking 353rd out of a possible 353 teams in adjusted tempo. I went back and looked. There were only 11 Virginia games this season in which the total was 130 or higher. The total for this game currently sitting around 131. In those 11 games, the under cashed eight times. What do you think about the tempo, the pace of this game? Do you have any lean on the total? So the total from a straight number standpoint is slightly lower. I think it should be more like 132 and a half. And I think it opened 133 and it got bet down. Uh, that doesn't really account for if you think there might be some sort of, you know, jitters in a final four atmosphere, new arena. Now, I mean, there could be something there, especially in the first half or early in that game, but the sheer model comes in at 132 and a half. So I actually think it's a little bit low, um, but we actually look at the matchup and it's part of the reason I actually like Virginia too. Uh, they just so they defended in the regular season the three-point line better than anybody in the country and in Auburn's a team that'll shoot a lot of threes and when they're going down like they did against Kansas North Carolina I mean they blew those teams out and they were underdogs in both of those games and in Kentucky they held on without Okiki who got injured and he tore his ACL against North Carolina so they, they kind of rose the occasion against Kentucky and got by but if Virginia who defended it well all year long is able to just slow Auburn down at least a little bit from three, then I think this is theirs to be one because the last three games, the kind of three-point variance within these Virginia games in the tournament have been crazy. Oklahoma, Oregon, and Purdue, everyone remembers Carson Edwards hitting 10 threes. They combined to shoot almost 40% against Virginia, and Virginia was a top-four team in the country shooting the three on the other side where they were shooting over 40% all year, and they only shot 29% in those same three games, yet they still won all three games, and they covered two of them. They're just so good and fundamentally sound. And if some of that three-point variance kind of reverses back to where they're able to, you know, hold teams closer to where their average was and they're shooting closer to 40% rather than 29%, it feels like they might run away with it, which will lead to a slower game late, which I think maybe tends and kind of bodes well for an underlook too, and especially in that second half. Second half of the doubleheader, Michigan State taking on Texas Tech. Sparty minus 2.5, total 132.5. Texas Tech, number one in the country in adjusted defensive efficiency. Chris Beard's unit has been awesome. Don't forget about Tom Izzo and Michigan State. They're ninth in adjusted defensive efficiency. Again, right back to the total, 132.5 for two solid defenses. Uh, what does your model say? Do you lean over or under in this spot? My model came in, it was 133.1, so maybe it's a half point low. It's, it's nothing for me that I'm going to be betting as far as the total goes. I will say matchup-wise, and, and I have a Texas Tech future I'm rooting on, and I really wanted Duke to be uh, winning this game against Sparty, getting into the Final Four, and getting that non-conference rematch. People might remember Texas Tech got blown out by Duke earlier on in the year. It was a completely different Texas Tech team, and it was before Duke was kind of limping in and struggling through all these games. I would have loved that because Duke has a lot of isolation against this 2-3 matchup zone that the Red Raiders run. Similar to Gonzaga, where Brandon Clark and Rui were just going ISO, turned it over 10 times, and the Texas Tech defense was too good. Sparty on the other side, I think, is a pretty bad matchup. They have a lot of ball continuity, ball movement. They get defenders in the zone out of position. They take advantage of driving lanes and Cash Winston's quick enough to do that. He's also one of the best point guards in the country in transition, which Gonzaga did do a good job of, especially in that first half, getting out and running and getting quick buckets 
before the defense could set up. So I actually think Michigan State overall is a bad matchup for Texas Tech. I also think it bodes well for an over if they're able to score. And then Texas Tech, people don't realize the reason they're so good and elite this year is the last two months they rank third in adjusted offensive efficiency. So not only are they the best defense in the country, but they've had the third best offense now for two months. So I think I think actually lean the over, and I think the matchup will be able to tell right away how much I think Sparty's pushing the pace, and maybe it's an opportunity to bet the game live. I've been talking to some people about this this week. I wanted to get your thoughts. Do you think it matters that Tom Izzo has a week to study this tape? We've heard some coaches talk about how difficult it is in the tournament to prepare for Chris Beard's defense with just 48 hours of study time. Izzo, one mm-hmm. of the legends, has a full week. Does that matter at all? You know, I would say that Chris Beard gets a full week, and he's getting near that, I guess, top echelon of coaches anyways yeah. at this point. And the other comparison is Jim Beheim, or excuse me, not Beheim, uh, Be- what's his name? Michigan coach, Beeline? Oh, Beeline, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beeline. He had a week, and then Texas Tech beat him by 30-something. Like That wasn't even close. And so I think it just goes to show how strong and how tough it is no matter the prep time for a great coach, I think Beeline's one of the masterminds you know, of college basketball himself. So the fact that Michigan couldn't score, granted, part of it was they went one for 19 from three. Still, overall, it, it showed just how strong this defense is. No point spreads, no future odds, no anything. It's all equal. Um, going into this weekend, who do you see as the team that wins not only on Saturday but emerges the champion Monday night? Yeah, that's the hardest part to ask a sports better because the numbers say absolutely. <laughs> of like Virginia's supposed to take care of Auburn. Then they'll be a favorite no matter – whether they play Michigan State or Texas Tech. But if I honestly, the team that I has been the most impressive last weekend, I mean, Michigan was a top nine or 10 team for me, and, and Texas Tech just obliterated them. And then Gonzaga was the best team in the country, in my opinion, and Texas Tech took care of them. I, I have a hunch the Red Raiders are going to win it all. That's just like my gut feeling, which I don't have any money on at this point. I, I think it's them. So if I had to pick just for the sake of having some fun here, Texas Tech, but the numbers say Virginia has the best chance, technically. Pro Sports Better living in Las Vegas. Catch them Monday through Friday. ESPN News, the show's called Daily Wager, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. He's also on Twitter giving out great information at Sports Cheetah. All that information is in the bio of this podcast. Preston Johnson with us here on the Sharp 600. Preston, I appreciate the time. Thanks for jumping on the show. Look forward to catching up with you again soon. Yep, thanks, Joe. Take care. How about that ride in? I guess that's why they call it Sin City. <laughs> it's hard to believe, but that's 180 of these things in the can, a lot of which have been brought to you by DraftKings. Covers is very excited to partner with DraftKings, who is offering a free bet up to $500 when you make your first wager. All you have to do is go to DraftKings.com slash 500-free-bet to take advantage of this offer. That link is included in the bio of this podcast to make your life just a little bit easier. Act quickly. This promotion won't be around for long. Eligibility and restrictions apply. See website for details. Final four on Saturday. Enjoy yourselves, everybody. Good luck on all of those games. We're going to be back Monday to preview the national championship. We've got UFC right around the corner, the NFL draft, the NBA playoffs. It's about to get very, very busy for all of us. But until then, be well and best of luck. 